Aloha mai kako everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of the Moana Nui podcast. Today we are joined by Patrick Strange. Patrick does it all. He's the host and executive producer of the weekly YouTube pop culture show, New Release Wednesday. Patrick is also the founder of charity cosplay organization Coslove, which promotes self-expression and creativity while supporting communities via family events and regular visits to schools and hospitals nationwide. Patrick's most recent endeavor is that he launched a podcast called Show Pow Show to celebrate and honor Filipino contributions to pop culture. You can find Patrick on Facebook at Nerds of Color, Cost Love, and New Release Wednesday. He's also on Instagram at Strange Since 1977. And we'll have all the links in the show notes. Oi! Psst, psst, psst. <laughs> that's, that's how we feel with Pino's role, you know. Psst, 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 psst. <laughs> you know, what's up? What's up? Much love. Uh, I miss you. I hope you are well and staying safe in these crazy times. I, I am so thankful to be joining you, Moana. I miss you so much. Much love. Yeah, absolutely. I miss you too. It's um, 2020 has definitely been a different year for all of us, I think. Um, yeah. Some good, some bad, but you know, um, I think we both kind of agree that like a lot of it is, you know, kind of pushing past that negative energy and then just trying to find a way to find something positive that you can, you know, this is the kind of time where I say you build, right? Like, so that when, you know, things get better again, you have, you know, like these things that are ready and it's like, yep, I'm here. I haven't been, you know, like I've been doing my thing. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I will say I was busy playing Animal Crossing quite a bit you know, at the outset, you know, just kind of putting everything to the side because it was all about focusing on family and the family wanted to play Animal Crossing. So I was like, just game (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I think a lot of us did that at the beginning, kind of pushing things aside. Like for me, I was just like, okay, let me, let me do some masks, you know, let me find a way to help some people that are. Yeah, that's commendable. That's great. Love it. As we get into this, let's talk a little bit about, okay, so obviously are both Filipino, um, mixed mixed descent. I don't think you're full Filipino, are you? No, mestizo. Uh, my mom yeah, is Panay, is from Cavite City, and uh, my father is Irish German. Did uh, ancestry DNA research, and uh, it's it's actually more so English Irish German is my dad's side. But I'm only like seven percent of the white side, which is wild. I'm like ninety. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm eighty five percent Panoy. And like the other percent is the that European mixture, if you will, from right. my father. And uh, I was very proud to get those DNA results and find out like I'm 85. I want to say it's like 85, 93. I'm like so Pinoy, it's insane. And <laughs> I was so proud of being being as so prideful of my culture. When you get your percentages to that degree, I'm like, you know, it just it just like yes, the blood of Lapu Lapu, my people runs through these veins, yo. And then to find out that my percentage was higher than my uh, other Filipino friends whose both parents are both Panoy and I have more Panoy percentage than they did. I'm like, what, what? You know what I'm saying? Stunt on them. Look at this pride. You know, that's me. <laughs> I know that's right. I love that that cultural pride. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so for me, like, I identify more at the Hawaiian side, but I mean, my grandpa, he was, you know, from the Philippines, small, like short, like meek man, but man, do not mess with him. When he gets mad, it is on and popping. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, we all, uh, us island cats that 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 as I've been doing my research, and I'm sure you've been doing your research as well. It, it all came from that migration, and, and which Moana, the you know, the movie Moana that you know, and I'm talking to the real Moana because you're the real life Moana, Moana, you know. <laughs> But yeah, but it illustrated perfectly that island culture, how it kind of went from Asia to the islands and, and out to the further islands where it just kept on going outward and outward. And so we're all brothers and sisters, girl. Yes, absolutely. I love my island peoples. <laughs> yeah, I love them too. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I can't remember when it was. It was like two weeks ago or something. I saw you pop up this cool information about Lafu Lafu. And I remember back... I guess it's been two years now when we did Awesome Con, Totally Awesome Asians. Yes. And we were talking to J Mark. What's up, J Mark? Um, and he had actually mentioned Lapu Lapu back then. So when you when you showed that, I was like, wow, I've got to bring Pat on. Let's talk about some Filipino culture and some Filipino heroes. So what can yes. you tell us? Um, well, for Lapu Lapu, and again, and I kind of told you earlier, and uh, as you'll learn about with my show too, I know somewhat of Filipino history and culture, but I'm still learning, you know, yeah. I'm still a student. But uh, yeah, we've had some amazing heroes. And uh, I do kind of know uh, a, a pretty good information about is Lapu Lapu. You know, we, we've been dealing with colonizers for a long time. And uh, I think when you saw my post, it was on Columbus Day because he was the biggest colonizer for America and, and all that fake history. A, a proud a hero that stood up to the colonizers for the Philippines was Lapu-Lapu. Uh, there was this famous Battle of Mactan that happened. Um, but I'll rewind a little bit. I'm going to probably give you like a ghetto version of it, you know, a hood <laughs> version of the story. But there was this cat named Ferdinand Magellan that we're all very familiar with. He was known as the explorer that wanted to circle, uh, circle, uh, circumnavigate the world. But his story is he's not really all that he's cracked up to be. He was kicked out of his home country of Portugal and then uh, went over to Spain who decided to fund his his mission to you know go to the West Indies to get uh, the Spice Islands and collect all of that. And so he got uh, a ship and started doing his thing. When he finally came to the Philippines, he pulled into, I want to say, I forgot what port he pulled into, but he found, uh, he came across a, a Datu, which is kind of like the town leader in the Philippines. He uh, essentially kind of showed him, in, well, he, by, by virtue of when he uh, arrived in the Philippines, he came across his Datu, this town's, town leader, uh, if you will, in the Philippines. And uh, the town leader had like these people that were sick and ailing. And because uh, Magellan and the, you know, the, 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 you know, the explorers that they are, they were a little, you know, they were a little bit more advanced in our culture, if you will. You know, Spain, mm -hmm. Spain was a lot more advanced than we were. And they had medicines uh, that they uh, had with them. And so they, they decided to, you know, help uh, the sick people that the, the townspeople had at that point. And so because they did that, they were like, oh, what, you know, that, you know, because I guess we're primitive people. Oh, they had all this and we, they, they got, you know, all this. So they were like all about them. Right. So they were able to kind of, and that's what, how these colonizers, these cats did, you know, they had the bigger sticks. They had, you know, these advanced weaponry. They had these advanced textiles, medicines and all of that. So we were easily influenced by that stuff. So they did that, uh, as I was saying earlier, they had introduced Catholicism. You know, we believed in different, you know, uh, gods and ethnicity, well, spirits and deities, if you will. And uh, so he introduced Catholicism to the Philippines at this point. So he converted this uh, Datu to 
you know, be a Catholic and and also brought some of the people as a way of control. And you know, and if you again study history, that's how these cats did it. These colonizers, these ex so-called explorers, and finding these primitive, you know, pissed. I, I get so mad with that stuff. I'm so <laughs> I apologize, but that's how they did that to us, and 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 how history evolved and everything. So they use it as a form of control. So like when I come back, yeah. you will listen to me and you worship my God or whatever. So in the next phase of the story, it'd be your own people, man. So this Datu yeah. had issues with this other Datu, Datu Lapu Lapu, and this other part of the islands. And he was like, take your men. Uh, I'll give you some of my men. And, you know, cause he's unwilling. So they sent letters back and forth, apparently, uh, between uh, Magellan and Lapu-Lapu. And uh, Magellan was like, if you don't conform and con convert to Catholicism and get down with me, I I'm going to kill you or come at you. Lapu-Lapu was like, man, can I curse? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be good. F that is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> F that. You, you won't come here. You won't taste these arrows. You won't taste these bows. We ain't playing with you, bruh. And if you come here at this time, at this date, in this area, it's on, son. We ready to do this, son. And so um, Magellan was like, oh, oh, really? Because he was all up. He, he thought he was an ish. You're so, right. you know, so, but he, he didn't know who he was messing with, yo. So uh, this fake ass Datu, again, it be your own people, was like, man, let me give you these people. But still, uh, Magellan was all big in the head. Man, I don't need all that because I got this 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 uh, metal weaponry. You know, like if you see the those old Spanish explorers or whatever, they had like that uh, yeah. metal whatever. But your bottom was exposed. But we'll get to that. So went down, met, agreed to the terms to 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 face Lapu Lapu. It was the Battle of Mactan. Uh, it was like this little bay, but they couldn't bring in these ships because Magellan thought it was man. I got these uh cannons that we could throw at them we can do all this but lapu lapu being you know this is his place this is his squad this is area he they they couldn't get only so far with those boats so because there's a barrier reef that's how was island cast roll right that's so right. limited to getting in so their cannons were useless so they had to jump off the ship to come into the bay to battle uh lapu lapu and his men and uh pete this so again magellan thought he was all that uh, all the Philippine tribal cats that uh, the other Datu lent him, there was like 60 of them. Uh, he was like, nah, you guys chill here on the boat. We'll go ahead in. We don't need you. Okay. Again, you know what I'm saying? The, let the people know their area, but yeah, yeah, whatever. Big in their head. They jumped off, started going uh, to, to battle Lapu-Lapu, but Lapu-Lapu was ready for them. They were hiding like not too far off the reef. As soon as they started coming in, boom, uh, started shooting the poison tips, arrows, and all of that and catching them right in the legs. Cause bruh, though it wasn't protected. Like you, you must, you, you, you wildin' son. So <laughs> took a bunch of them out. Half of them started turning away, running around, but Magellan was still big in his head. Finally came ashore. And then the, it was history for that cat. Uh, uh, Lapu Lapu and his people's man took, took, took the scimitars. I don't, I don't know if you pronounce the, 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 the blade, right? I know you know your weapons. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And just, just went to town on cat. And uh, that was uh, it for, for Magellan. They, they ended his lifespan at that moment. But um, just, just, just a wild event, but was, it's just uh, very important in regards to uh, the history of primitive people and battling colonization. 
Uh, it was a major victory for, I think, all of us as primitive uh, indigenous people and tribal uh, that have the love for our, our ancestors and what they did to, to just combat this. You know, the, the, it's all about having the bigger stick and I can hurt you and, and do whatever I want to you. And uh, Lapu Lapu is a true hero and a true fighter for independence and the people. And uh, yeah, he's a definite hero of mine. And I like to tell people the blood of Lapu Lapu runs through my veins. Cause you know, if y'all about this, you know, I'm about my people. I'm not trying to rock with that. So true hero. I know but that was my ghetto ass, ghetto ass version of it. I do apologize. No, but... I love it. <laughs> it's so much more entertaining than yeah. I, I want to make the movie. I'm actually uh, so inspired by the story, and you know how I come from comics like you do uh, yeah. as well. I want to like create a feature film one day. That's a goal of mine: is to tell a, the cinematic version of Lapu Lapu. I know there's been films made in the Philippines here and there that touched yeah. upon it back in the day, but it hasn't been done to I think the the ultimate you know super special effects mega film that I think it deserves. Uh, it's an amazing story, especially when it be about your own people. So it's like the inner conflict within the people, the colonization, Christianity, and, and all that mixture. And But just fighting against all means. And uh, it, it's just an amazing visual story that I hopefully one day tell in film and as well as the comic book. I think the comic book is probably an easier means. It's just yeah. finding the right talent and team. Uh, so, hey, if anybody's watching and listening and if you're, you know, if even if you're not of Filipino descent, but you're inspired by that story, I think it's an amazing story that could be done uh, and, and told visually and just and just be such an inspiration. Oh, yes, I totally agree. It's you're reading my mind because my next question was going to be, so when's the comic book coming out? Hey, you want right here, girl? <laughs> I know that's right. Michael Watson, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's a lot of creators that's on here that would would love to collaborate. So yeah, guys, just definitely shout out at Pat for sure. I would love to, um, you know, help on, on that. I don't know what my role would be, but you know, if if you do get it going, um, I would definitely love to uh, be involved or at least help do research too. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Shoot, you got the wardrobe. Definitely, I think you know the attire, the clothing, and everything like that. If we get the feature film going on and. But yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll marinate on that, girl. Yeah, we'll yeah, because I have not yet been to the Philippines. I've always wanted to go. Um, just haven't made it yet. But um, same. I have to say, same. I've never been yet either. That's you know the bucket list item. What I want to do before I die is to right. at least visit the homeland. You know, because you see how prideful I am. I got, <laughs> I got to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so clearly, if you have not been there, then you have been, um, you know, Filipino American, grown up. How many generations, like, um, does it go back to when your your family was in the Philippines? And do you know which part? Well, my mom, I'm here because of my mother who met my dad while he was in the Navy. So I think okay. I'm like, sec would I be? I'm always confused by this sometimes because you know, really want things. Would I be? I think I'm first generation. If your I'm mom was born, so your mom was born in the Philippines. Yes. Okay, and yeah, and I you my generation. So I'm second generation. Yeah, see, I get confused too because I, yeah. I think that it's first generation because you're the first one to be born here in America, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I was born here, so that should be. Yeah, me I'm in deep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, y'all, we're also tired. We had a long day, but you know, we're, we're, we're pumped because we're talking to each other and she's amazing. I love you. You're uh, awesome. Yeah. Likewise, man. 
um, yeah, guys, if you have questions or whatever you want to know about Filipino culture, we'll do our best to answer. We might not have all the answers, but um, <laughs> if we don't have one, we'll come up with a creative one and get you the real one later. <laughs> there you go. And that's the beginning of the show that I, that I'm, I, I have debuting uh, this Monday. Yeah, tell us about um, the name of your your show that's coming out. So, uh, show pal show. Uh, show pal comes from uh, the. Uh, it's a pork. It's in other cultures. It's like a pork bun. It's like a pastry, but with like meat in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what you have on the logo that you put up. Thank you for doing that as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Show Pal Show is the name of a show, an audio video podcast that I'm doing in collaboration with the Nerds of Color because I am part of the Nerds of Color group. So uh, I decided to roll out a show that represented me and my people. Uh, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Uh, we as Filipino Americans have been in all the various industries and killing mm-hmm. it and doing it for a long time. But there's still, uh, you know, for like for many uh, cultures and races, there's very few representation. Right. And, uh, you know, so that's always been a goal of mine is to move that needle to get that representation and showcase thus uh, all of us that are doing it. And uh, I've met so many people uh, like yourself in, in various fields of industry. And so uh, with Show Pow Show, I wanted to create that platform. Uh, it's an audio video podcast that we're doing uh, that's available at thenerdsofcolor.org as well as the youtube.com uh, slash color. And uh, yeah, I'll be bringing on uh, various people of uh, Filipino descent in, uh, in other various industries. And we're going to talk about politics. Uh, I just booked uh, my next uh, guest who who's a big activist in uh, getting out the vote. And I think it's very time. I, I want to do it in time because, you know, in a couple of weeks we have to get the vote out. Right. And uh, so, and then uh, with the first episode that uh, I'm dropping uh, Monday, October 26th, uh, my first guest is comedian Edwin San Juan. Uh, he was the, the comedian that for me preceded Rex Navarrete, that preceded Joe Coy, and everybody knows Joe Coy. Mm. Edwin San Juan was the cat that was the Filipino comedian that was representing for the culture in the 90s, uh, late 80s, and just killing it. And so I was blessed to have him uh, be my first guest. It's it's what we're going to do. We're going to bring out these amazing people in entertainment and in all various industries to just talk about their stories and then, uh, and then discuss various topics uh, that needs to be talked about in growing up, uh, even in not in industry, just regular cats, their Filipino American experience, their Filipino experience and learning about the culture and, uh, and all of our heroes and just what makes us tick and what makes us special, uh, because I think we're a beautiful people. And uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, oh, let me show, let me highlight my amazing co-hosts. Uh, I, I've met these ladies through all the thing, various things I've been doing. Uh, shout out to Cataphoric, uh, Kat Stevens. Uh, she's a was a has been a teacher in the Virginia Beach area for about eight years, I think. Um, she was supposed to go out to Japan and teach, but due to COVID, uh, <laughs> she is here now and uh, was available to to be a part of the show. But when she goes out to Japan eventually, once you know COVID is lifted, she'll be going out there. But she'll still be a part of the show and we'll still be streaming. Uh, but she brings that educational experience to the show and that love and knowledge. And uh, Viva Valentina, cosplayer Viva oh, Valentina. Yeah. Uh, she's my other co-host. And uh, she's been in the cosplay scene for a while. Uh, you're aware of her. Uh, she sponsors uh, a lot of different brands and uh, does a lot of marketing for various companies and uh, just an all-around great person. Uh, so Kat and Tina, I call them the amazing Ates. Ates <laughs> is, is uh if you're not familiar with the term, you you know the term Moana. You know it's kind of you know the sisters. Uh, you know the, the that look out for you 
And uh, I've kind of transitioned my name. You, you've known me as Patrick for a long time. I decided when I did this show, I'm going to rebrand myself in a way because Patrick Michael Strange has always been like my actor name, but I wanted yeah. to represent for the people. So if you see on the screen, it's yeah. Kuyapi. I'm Kuyapi now. So my close people, so for you, Moana, now for all the people that are tight with me and know me, it's Kuyapi, which Kuya means brother in Tagalog. So I'm your boy. I'm your bro. I'm with you. So Kuyapi it is. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to try and give people and do it for the people and for the culture. And uh, I'm just so blessed and lucky to finally do something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, and it's happening. And there's a lot of people that are about it. I can't wait to tell you the lineup of people I had. Um, it's going to be super dope. Super dope. <laughs> That's so exciting. I'm looking forward to it because, you know, I, I've been wanting to know more about the Filipino side of my culture as well. So I'll be learning right alongside with you and cheering right. you along the way for sure. Um, that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to start my podcast too. You know, it's not just, it's obviously, yes, Hawaiian culture, but you know, all, all types of indigenous peoples yeah. um, because there's such a big gap, you know, clearly. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, we sh I don't want us to be forgotten. Yeah. We are instrumental to what helped with this and create this world. And it, it's it's what you see throughout history is it's it's the people with the bigger stick and they'll change what the, they'll change the narrative. Yeah. We're already seeing that with American history yeah. and with what I, I hate to you know bring up Trump and all of that negative, but we're seeing it with what he's doing with the world with this whole COVID situation. It, we all know, we all see it. We as the, a lot of the people here that are. are aware of what's going on that don't tune it out and just go to something else. Just watch what he's been doing and watch what's been going on. It, it's plain and simple. You know, it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's infuriating. It gives me headaches. Just, just, just like the people that just don't want to be in tuned, you know, they just tune it out and just, you have to know because this is going to change. I have a, I have a daughter and, and you're well of that to mm -hmm. me. I live for her. I want to make the world a better place for her and seeing all these changes and seeing what we're doing, especially with what happened, you know, this past year with COVID, I would feel terrible. And I, it, you know, we all grew up being able to go to school, having that interaction. I, I feel so terrible that she, we're, she's at home schooling, you know, we're keeping her home. Uh, some schools went, went back to school, but you know, I just can't imagine, you know, having that daily interaction with your friends. She doesn't have it, doesn't get that. And she hasn't had that for months. I feel so bad for the kids that graduated and had to do it virtually online, didn't get to walk across that stage. It's so sad. And all of this could have been prevented in a way. Uh, I'm sure any president would have been a problem, but I think there were measures that were set up by Obama that could have helped stop a lot of this, but the cat was too big for his head. He was just like Magellan, you know, thinking he knows everything. But you see what happened to Magellan? Hey, just saying. anyway, I, oh, I can stand that orange effort. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be good because I don't want to curse, but sometimes it rolls out. Yeah, all the all the, the exactly what you said, like what the kids have lost out on, you know. Like for us, it's like it's still hard, right? But for the kids, these are like formative like milestones that we typically yeah. look at, right? Like oh, just big events that are like you know, graduation, like this is a big accomplishment, you know, and especially for kids of color, you know, like yeah. that, to get there is very difficult. And especially if you're like not in the best school system, which unfortunately a lot of us are not, right? So, exactly. you yeah. know, I've heard people like, whoa, why is it a big deal, you know, to y'all to graduate? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like the whole, you know, system is like set up against you. So the fact that you as a child, particularly a black child can get that far, 
man, that's a big accomplishment. And I, you know, I really encourage these kids, like, even if you did not have that experience, keep going. Like, yeah, it's so much more out here for y'all. And I hope that people like Pat and, you know, other people of color that are finding their own voices and, you know, being brave enough to step into those roles and take leadership of, you know, your own narrative. Um, I hope that these kids find inspiration in that and, you know, be encouraged to, to just express yourself in a way, you know, creatively, however that might manifest yeah. for you, like, do it, man. Like, we're here for you. Holler at yeah. us, man. I, I, <laughs> it's one of the other things that I really want to um, somehow incorporate into the podcast, you know, and the projects that I'm creating is, um, you know, how can we work with the kids and help them tell their stories, right? Like, I would love to publish a an anthology of children's stories written by children of color. That would written be dope. and drawn by children of color. That would be dope. So parents, if you have any children who are creative, holla at yeah. you. Yeah, and I'd be more than happy to help you with that as well. You know, so as much as you want to help me with the, the Lapu Lapu, I'd love to do that. that. It's all about giving back. And you are doing that with this podcast. I'm so happy for you and proud for you, Moana. It's it's amazing. You've always just, you know, you've always given back with your children's books, uh, the comic books that you guys were doing as well before that, your clothing line. You, you do it for the culture and for the people with everything you do. Uh, and it's indirect in a way, but it, but I know that in a way that's what, you know, that's kind of my mission. I like, I, I just put it out there because that's what I love. And in, in, indirectly it's because it's, it's for the people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we should take pride in ourselves and in our culture. And y yo, yeah, I love what you're doing. And if there's any way I can help and participate, I am there. I'm your cheerleader. I, I will help you make it happen. This is just beautiful. And oh, absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, because it's hard, right? You got to have that support squad, you know, because there's times where it's like, oh, man, I just don't have it, right? And then somebody's like, no, you got to, you know, they just give you the fire that you need when, <laughs> when you're exactly. up. The right time. So let me give a shout out to Loy Lee, Loy Lee Comedy. Yes, Loy. He's a comedian. Uh, you, so you, you, you've met my boy, Loy, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, he's a comedian. Uh, you know, like these, like these kids that can't go to school, think about these guys that are live performers. They can't, for him, he's a comedian. He can't perform in front of live audience. We're not going to shows. We're not going to events right now. So, you know, as a comedian, it that it hit him hard. So uh, what inspired me to jump back into it is he is a comedian, so he couldn't perform shows. He decided to, uh, he had recently moved from our area to Albuquerque. He decided to film uh, his stand-up and, and put together a stand-up special. It's called Asian Privilege. Go check it out. It's on YouTube right oh, now really? at youtube.com slash loyallycomedy. He put it out there for free. He uh, got it all filmed up, packaged it, put it out there, and uh, he did it all with no audience. So you're getting a regular stand-up special that you'd see like other comedians do, but what's different is there's no audience, but it plays so well because some of his, his jokes and his material it's kind of deadpan in a way. So it kind of works. And I just got to give it up to that because as a comedian, as an actor, when you're performing in front of a stage, you yeah. kind of vibe and feed off of that and you need yeah. that energy. So when you do something that kind of flips the script like that, it's 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 very, I think, amazing and surreal that to, to channel that energy and to do that. It was a great little comedy special that he put together. So go check it out on youtube.com slash comedy. And then if you really dig it, Head over to iTunes and all of your sh other streaming services. Uh, he has it available for purchase. Uh, so go give him some ducats because he gave it to you for free. Where other comedians would have charged you from it uh, for it off the top, 
he gave it to you free. So now if you dig it and you want to listen to it while you're working out or in your car, uh, it's like $9.99. Throw him some dollars. Um, I sure did. But that's but that's what a lot in talking to other comedians and when I was talking to Edwin uh, San Juan, who is the my first guest on the first episode, you know, everything's changing. We have to work with the so-called new normal, how entertainment is now going to be, you know, regal cinemas. You know, when the biggest theater change is closed, you know, it's going to be a different world once this vaccine even is released. Uh, the 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 good vaccine. I'm not falling for this fake ass. Really? Vaccine. That's <laughs> crushing out my 2020. Again, I got to throw them licks in because I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a different world. Conventions, shows. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Moana, of this, that new reality for you and I, when we now go to that shows and conventions because that's where a lot of us in this field network uh, and uh, make future projects happen how that is going to be um, because there's not so clean people at these shows and oh my god yes the con we all constant. <laughs> so now we have constant on top of covid oh, spray, no. spray, spray you know so um it's going to be an interesting world and uh, to come out with things and figure out to work in this dynamic uh, I know for me and, and you for as well, launching this podcast in these COVID times, you know, we're, we've had to learn how to do it virtually through this right. uh, Brio webcam that I have up here and this, you know, this Yeti mic to to do like what radio cats do. You know, right. we're making it work because we can't be in studio. I'm, I'm used to being in a studio and uh, having all these other crew people doing it. But now I got to do it by myself. Right. I've got to learn. I'm not a tech guy like that. Um, I'm more of a, you know, production, you know, getting the people together and getting the actors together. I'm not like the, the crew folk, you know, I hire people for that, but now it's time to learn, you know, they've got nothing but time to learn now. So, um, we got to change up if we want to exist And for a lot of the people out there, they don't want us to learn, if you will, you know, the, uh, us mm -hmm. of this, you know, so we got to teach ourselves and support each other, uh, to keep our history going. Because again, like I, we said earlier, those with the biggest stick, they're going to keep on changing the narrative and rewriting the narrative. Like we never existed and fuck that shit. You know, I, mean, right. <laughs> I, 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 I did my thing and it, my blood, the blood of Lapu Lapu runs through my veins and blood runs through my daughter's veins. We're going to keep it going. We're going to, we, we were here and we're going to stay here. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's <laughs> that, that's kind of been my stance to, you know, like as the more you learn about yourself and your history, it just, it's, it's so empowering. Cause it's like, Oh damn! Look at all the stuff that we did. Why am I making myself small? Like my people are great, you know. This is yes. this is something that should be shared, and you know we all know, right? If mm -hmm. you're a person of color, that's why they don't share it because they don't want you to feel like you're great. Because mm -hmm. man, it's just a, lot, a whole lot of insecurity out there. I'm gonna just leave it right there. Yeah. Um, but let me just let me do a quick shout out because I'm a little late watching my comments here. But let's give a oh, shout boy. out to Maria Pena. Uh, Maurice Anderson, Philip Perdue, Tony Cottrell. He said, two of my favorite people. Hey, what's up, Tony? <laughs> Jimmy J from the Amazing J Comics team. What's up, Jimmy? Crown, Shepard, Alika Seiki, uh, Sis Jocelyn Pasqua de Leon, um, Aaron Yamasato, who is the um, organizer and con runner for Kauai Comic Con. What's up, Aaron? I uh, I missed that show this this year. That was you know, that was my time to go home and oh. able to see my mama. So you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, 
doing the virtual thing has been really awesome. I've been, I've actually been on quite a number of panels, just, you know, that was my way of networking with people, talking about like what's going on, how people are pivoting um, during this time. Because we, I mean, a lot of us do rely on the the face-to-face convention experience. And we're, I mean, I honestly don't see that coming back until 2022, like at the earliest. If anything, that's as probably as close as I'm going to do a show is maybe the the summer, fall of next year is maybe when I'll think about it. But yeah, it's it's going to be a change. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I, yeah. Like, like you said earlier, like I, I can't get down with the con funk, you know, like it was already bad when, <laughs> when there was no COVID and now yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, get, get your stock in, in hand sanitizer people. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, let's see. So, um, where would you like to see uh, Filipino representation go? Like in addition to the projects that you were talking about, what would you like to see happen in, in other parts of media? Uh, just more of our more of us uh, actually working in the business and in power positions. We know there's a lot of us working, but it's those mm-hmm. power positions. And I think that's for, you know, not just Filipinos, but all races is having us on those leadership boards, making those decisions, and then hiring our creative talent to actually work on the projects. Uh, not, you know, like with what happened with Mulan. There's the cast there, but the talent, the the people behind the camera weren't exactly the ones telling the story. And the ones at Disney, you know, saying didn't have it, it, the the people in the leadership side weren't there to really be in charge of it. So having us in those power positions, and then being able to hire 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 our talent to to create it, and then also act in it, and having those stories told, that uh, that's what I want to see. Uh, in all fields of industry and and uh, creative uh, storytelling, but for Filipinos, yeah, I want I want the story of Lapu Lapu. I want the story of Jose Rizal. I, w- I want all those stories because again, there's cats like me that you know were just raised on a history that really wasn't mine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it, it's mine, yes, because you know my my father's side and all of that. Um, so, I, but I, and it's what's but it's what's tied, told told to everyone, even if you're you know. We're, we're a melting pot. This country is a melting pot, but we only tell mm-hmm. one side of the story and then you, you intermix it, but then you downplay it. Like, yeah. like with slavery, let's be honest about what really happened with slavery. They don't want to accept the ugly side that y'all white people was really bad about that shit. And y'all was really doing some grimy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, it's just really tell the story, the truthfully, you know, yeah. the way it went down. Uh, don't try to try to sh- paint this pretty picture of it. Tell the reality of it, because how else are we going to learn that you shouldn't do shit like that, that you shouldn't do bad stuff? Uh, right. I'm sorry. I was cursing a few times here and there. I was trying to watch my cursing. I'm a former sailor, guys. I was in the Navy. And That's right. I'm a young head. And you know, still, even though I'm, you know, I'm not a young head anymore. I'm 40 now. I should, I should be better than that. But, you know. I'm sorry. That's right. He's a he's a hero in more way than one. Like he served our country, and that's you know that's another thing too. It's like I can't stand some of these comments because I'm just like there have been people of color serving this country like since like my family goes like all the way back to World War One. So yeah. you know when they say like things like oh you're not patriotic or you know whatever I'm like yeah. oh. like the Kaepernick stuff kills me. Yes, like, he didn't kneel, and it was blasphemous against the military. To do, if you know what happened again, he talked to the military and all that. But again, I fought for his right to be able to kneel. Fuck that that. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not speaking for me. Like, right. you're oh, come on now. 
And oh, sorry, I'm, with you, I'm kneeling with you, bro. Fuck all that, man. Anyway, I'm sorry. There I go cursing again. <laughs> I apologize to everybody listening to this. I'm sorry. If 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 Moana can put it in post later, beep beep beep. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there's, there's not gonna be any bleeping. We'll just this is how we're we keeping it real here again. So we're not glamorizing the history of this podcast. Patrick really curse, but he apologizes for for those words. It's just was to emphasize his anger, <laughs> his frustration with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but kind of going back to what you were saying, um, you know, like wanting to have uh, people of color in um, leadership positions. I yes. think um, a good example, and I, I think you're watching this show, Lovecraft Country. Did you watch it? Oh, yes. Um, I was ble- actually right at the time I started to do creative stuff again. Um, I was invited. Shout out to uh, Hilton George, uh, the BlurCon squad. You know, I've been involved with them since the outset uh, hosting the cosplay contest. There was a group he started, uh, the 200 where a, a lot of us influencers influencers were invited to to help you know br- spread the word of BlurCon and uh, HBO had done this Lovecraft stuff with him and so he reached out to me and I got involved with that and uh, yeah so I got to actually see the first episode before it had dropped yeah. like two or three months prior and uh, my first like video film thing we did via Zoom and it's available at. Um, YouTube.com slash New Release Wednesday, uh, one of the other shows that I'm involved in uh, produce uh, outside of the Nerds of Color. But yeah, we did a whole sit-down conversation after we previewed the first episode and discussed it. And uh, that kind of sparked the energy. And then when I saw Lloyd's stuff and then where I started doing interviews and started booking stuff again uh, to do virtual interviews and uh, th- that was it. But yeah, Lovecraft, amazing, love it. One of my favorite shows, just, <laughs> just finished up. I haven't seen the last two episodes, so I'm a little back. But um, uh, an amazing show. Definitely recommend it. And I love the representation. I love all the subtext uh, Mm. that is in there that you kind of, you know, you see if you if you're if you're there with me, you know, I'm saying the the, uh, us knowledge guys that, you know, look for that. Excellent show. Great show. I have a recommendation for you too. Since yeah, Lovecraft is over, and if you're looking for a new show, and for everybody that's watching, uh, we've been reviewing it uh, on the New Release Wednesday channel, uh, Utopia on Amazon Prime. Check that out. It's a uh, kind of a conspiracy theorist, uh, conspiracy theorist, theory, conspiracy theory type show. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now, <laughs> but. Uh, it delves with actually the world we're involved with, Moana, the comic book world. There's this comic book in this world that kind of foretold like pandemics and weird. And that's another thing which is going to blow your mind when you watch this because we are living in kind of the apocalypse and the pandemic right now. It, there was this comic book that was put out called Dystopia that foretold all this. And so people were like, oh, it. it Got a cult following. Uh, in the show, there's it's it starts at like this convention, and uh, all these people are gathering to check out, uh, you know, to celebrate dystopia. And uh, the opening of the episode, the creator of that dystopia comic book wrote the prelude, the or the prequel called Utopia, and mm-hmm. the guy died, and all of a sudden the pages were found, and so like there's these meetings at this convention, and uh, everybody wants to see, you know, they want to learn about utopia what you know started all this but then there's like all these conspiracy theories going on there's it's i don't want to give stuff away i'm trying to be careful of giving stuff away but it's an amazing <laughs> show i think it was adapted from a uk show uh because okay. we've been adapting. we can't create original shit here in america excuse yeah. me I go, 
Because again, we take from other people, we take from other cultures, you damn colonizers. That's right. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Can't just create original stuff. You can't entrust and cast give yourself. So anyway, woo, girl, I go on tangents because it's just that that wild stuff that persists and just you know get real with it. Hire people that are creating real content, like you and myself and other cats that are doing it. But, uh, yeah, great UK show that got adapted by Amazon Prime, and it's on. Uh, Amazon, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Utopia. It's my favorite show right now. Now that okay. Lovecraft is done, that is my show. And now that The Boys is done, I I, I really enjoy The Boys. Um, but Utopia on Amazon Prime, highly recommend. That's and if you did holler at me, let me know. And uh, yeah, I, I want to hear yeah, about it. Breaking reviews after every episode, and uh, you can catch that on the Nerds of Color as well. Uh, we go in. It's one of our favorite shows right now. Sweet. That's what's up. Well, I'll be, I'm, I'm going to check that out. And I, I'm excited because um, Mandalorian's coming back. So, you know. oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and if I, if you're available, Moana, I'm doing a, uh, after the premiere on Friday of next week, I'm sure. going to try and do one big group Zoom recording uh, review and get yeah. everybody together to talk on their thoughts on the first episode. I'd love to have you if you're available. If not, it's all good. Come check us out. Watch our review later. Absolutely. I'm in. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, I remember you were supposed to be on the Lovecraft Country one when I we was. did it. I think actually you popped on for a half second, but I don't know if like there was technical difficulties. Yeah, but... I think it was technical. I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, we'll, we'll have more of those conversations for sure. Okay, here's the $1 million question. Are you ready? Can okay. you make a good pan of lumpia? My wife can. <laughs> I can I can help rap the with the the rapper I I've helped uh, and actually I'm, it's crazy you mentioned that because I think I told you earlier I'm working on an article right now that's gonna drop very soon on the Nerds of Color dot uh, org promo promo I, I, I when I was a kid my I, when I wanted to do other stuff my my mom was like help me rap you know and so you gotta you know take the little yeah. stuffing and then you gotta and I wanted to go play basketball mom and I had a rap and so but yeah I I've been around it I've helped rap but I've uh, I'd never had to, I guess I can say I helped prepare, you know, I dropped yeah. it into the oil and I helped do the wrapping, but I didn't make like the, the inside the stuff. Inside, in yeah, the filling. I was, well, I had, had to help chop. So there's See? a little bit of that. But, yeah, I have some experience, but I wouldn't, I don't feel comfortable saying I could do it from scratch and on my own and all right, of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, we, we loves to eat y'all. So if yeah. you have any. Filipino recipes that you would like to share with us, please drop it in the comments. You know, um, we likes to get down in the kitchen. I've been trying to do better because I've been eating out a lot um, <laughs> during this pandemic and it, yeah, it's not been good. So I'm trying to get myself back in order. So <laughs> I feel you. So what what's next for you? Um, I know you got the the podcast going. Is there any like um, guests that you can like give us a sneak peek on somebody else who might be coming on? Okay, Dante Bosco was supposed to be the first episode guest, uh, but due to my delays and his schedule, uh, we couldn't make it work. And so uh, Edwin San Juan was supposed to be the second episode guest. So uh, Dante got pushed back and hopefully when his time permits, uh, he definitely wants to be in involved with the show and be on the show. It's just now working with the changes because you know he, his, his slate was widely available, but then I was trying to get this done, that done. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you wanna get things right, you know, it's a launch. Um, <laughs> I, I, I had to push it to the side. And so Don, I, I'll, I'll say Dante, uh, okay. who, you know, as Rufio in the lost boy, the lost boys, yes. Rufio, Rufio. Avatar, the last airbender, 
Yeah. Uh, he was, if you're real old school Filipino, uh, Pinoy film, if you remember uh, the debut was uh, like one of the first big Filipino American stories that, that was on the big screen uh, and uh, had a wide uh, mainstream release. If you've never seen that, it's uh, uh, kind of like the whole Sweet 16, uh, you know, that a lot of cultures celebrate when, you know, they throw big parties and stuff for the yeah. kid that for their daughter generally. But uh, the debut is uh, what we do in, in the Philippine culture. Check that film out. Uh, that was one of Dante's first projects, I believe. But uh, yeah, Dante Bosco will be coming up soon. Great guy. Ah, that's dope. So I'll okay. say that. Uh, there's other ones I kind of want to wait on to, to announce. But um, I got a lot of stuff coming for you. And then a lot of other great interviews on the Nerds of Color as well. Because uh, I got a, there's a lot of people out there that aren't just Filipino that uh, are killing it. I'm all about my POCs and us representing and getting our stories told. So through the Nerds of Color, you'll see that there. And then uh, over on New Release Wednesday is my other like pop culture talk uh, conversation, which I was blessed to have you, Moana, on as, as well as John. And have the other parts of my team uh, talk to you guys and interview guys. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of stuff going there. A lot of reviews, uh, a lot of film and TV show reviews. Shout out to uh, Rob the Movie Guy and David Estacado. Uh, they're like some of my main review cats that, you know, take a look at projects and give their thoughts. Yeah. And yeah, so just kind of maintaining that. And uh, I, I want to jump back into actually creating film work again, uh, getting back into acting. Uh, if you saw the trailer, launch trailer for uh, Show Pow Show, it, it's also the intro uh, part of my uh, podcast. Uh, filming that, working with my my boy uh, Joe Carabello uh, of Astray Productions, uh, we filmed that and uh, I cut it together, edited it all together. That made me want to get back into filmmaking again and uh, and just acting, playing other people's characters instead of just you know talking about film and doing all that. You know, I, I want to play the role and be a character and then jump back into that. So, hey, agents out there, I'm looking at you. Holla at your boy. <laughs> I don't want to just play the thug roles, although I'm down to do that again, you know, but that's what I used to do a lot when I worked on America's Most Wanted, when I was on The Wire. Uh, I've done a lot of stereotypical things Yeah, uh, I'm not too proud of, but that was the only roles they were giving us. So you right. kind of took them at the time. Uh, but I, I, I want to just act again and just give that life when we can. Right now, it's kind of working with what you got, you know, because we are very limited. Even Hollywood's very limited in what they're filming and doing. So yeah. it's now really just talking about content and material and older content. Um, that's what we kind of left to our devices right now. But it's marinating. I'm trying to, you know, write scripts. I've got a couple scripts that I've pulled out the coffers to look at and maybe produce that. And uh, yeah, just a lot of talking and meeting with a lot of people and making it happen. But this whole show pal show thing is going to be beautiful to highlight the culture and give back and talk to these people that haven't had spotlight in a while and talking to people that are in the spotlight uh, and doing it big that don't, that people aren't aware they're Filipino. It, it, it'll inspire, I think a lot of people um, oh, to yeah. see that we are killing it and we've been doing it for years uh, in the culture. So mad Absolutely. love to y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out Pinoy pride. We need, do you got a shirt? We have shirts yet. We need to make a shirt. Pinoy pride. Hell yeah. I got this one. <laughs> with, with, the, with, the show, the, with the bun. What? Yeah, actually, it, it's crazy. One of the things that delayed Chill Pasha was I was trying to get a lot of the merch stuff up and done and logos, yeah. but I still didn't. I'm still not even launching with the first episode dropping on Monday. Still hasn't been done yet because I'm, I, I don't know about you, like it's not right yet. I don't feel no, it I yet. I, I haven't settled on a logo. I'm still trying to figure out the logo idea. I got the feel of it. The when you see the episode, I'm very proud of the first episode. Um, and, and the look and the feel and the design and the just the, the way it roll rocks out. But yeah, logo designs, 
the the feel uh, of everything. So you know, we're picky, picky. You want it just to be right, you know, if it ain't all the way there. It's like, uh, we're gonna hold off for a second. So yeah, it's gonna be there though. That's what's up. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, Pat. It's it's been amazing. I, I I see we have like so much love in the chat. Unfortunately, I can't show it here. There's a bug in my in my software. But my friend Genius it has joined us from California. Uh, Big John is upstairs watching, checking it out. <laughs> um, What's up, bro? Miss you, man. Yeah. So I I I would love to see like. A group panel of Filipino, like a whole bunch of Filipino creators, just you know, you know, just talking about stuff, and you know, so many things to do, so many things to do. So I'm excited for what you're doing. Definitely keep us in the loop. We would love to have you back sometime. You know, tell us more about the show and you know what's been going on, and just keep in touch. Before we head out, uh, do you want to give folks their information where they can check out the show um, and the new release Wednesday? All right, yeah. Um, for me personally, uh, I'm on Twitter and IG. Uh, I'm not sure which is which. I always do this, even on my own show. Uh, one of them is at Strange since 1977, and the other is at Temple Far East. And uh, for the programs that I'm associated with and producing with, uh, at the Nerds of Color. Uh, that's pretty much at the Nerds of Color across the board. And then for New Release Wednesday, Wednesday it's at New Release Wednesday. And I think for Twitter, it's at the NRW, T-H-E-N-R-W. And uh, there's nerdsofcolor.org. A lot of it all blends together. I kind of have it, you know, when I upload on one, it uploads to the other just to make life easier. So I don't have to show it on all the various platforms. It does it itself. Um, also want to shout out uh, Cost Love. Uh, it's a cosplay charity that I run and organize uh, where we bring cosplayers to schools and hospitals and uh, we talk anti-bullying and we just we show love it's all about you know all these people that come together in these costumes and we give hope to these kids and you know we just we show that we can be heroes too and uh i miss that i haven't been able to organize an event all this year because of obvious covid and the, the reality of the world uh but i do look forward to at some point you know helping organize those events and just kind of giving back um, because that that's just what my life's goal is. I have a daughter that I want to show her that's what we need to do. When you have these means, when you develop these relationships, mm -hmm. uh, you got to give back and inspire uh, your fellow man and woman and all of that. And uh, that, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? I've been blessed to be able to experience and do all the things I have in this world. And, uh, you know, now it's time to give back and I will continue to do that. And we should be doing it all for each other, especially in times right now. It's very sad and it's depressing. So uh, I was there with everybody. You know, I was depressed very early on this year. And now I'm turning that negativity into a positive and just trying to give back. Yep. I I'm right there with you, brother. I love it. All righty. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, for those of you who are watching, be sure to give us a like, share this video. Um, if you want people to, you know, if you want us to continue, this is how we, we help to get our reach and, you know, bring these stories to more people who would love to hear more about other people of color who live right here in America with us. So, um, thank you so much for joining. And if you're watching the replay, give us a subscribe and, you can find us um, at moananuipodcast.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Moana Nui Podcast. And thanks again for joining. Support so Moana Nui. Support <laughs> Moana Nui. Support Moana Nui. Support, support, support. Love you. Love you too, Pat. Yeah.